1: So in today's episode, we're going to talk about the power of being an introvert. So I know this might surprise you, but Kat and I are both introverts. And there are a lot of misconceptions around what it means to be an introvert. It doesn't mean that we're shy or socially anxious, although I can definitely be socially awkward. And it doesn't mean that we never speak up. And it definitely doesn't mean that we're nice.
0: So if you're an introvert and you're starting your own business, I'm sure the idea of having to put yourself out there like everyone is telling you may feel a little daunting, but we get that. We were there. We had those feelings. We felt the same, especially when we were starting out. However... Throughout the course of our careers and our our many past lives, as we like to call them, we found ways to work with our energy as introverts and still build successful brands and businesses. You know, it's funny, some of the most influential leaders that I personally look up to are introverts, you know, and it's more common than you think. And so here's some stats for you guys, right? Because numbers talk. According to verywellmind.com, 25 to 40% of people are introverts. That's a big chunk, y'all. So for those 25 to 40% of you listening, we're diving in today. And for those of you who feel like you're somewhere in between or in the middle, because everything can be a spectrum, or even those who are wildly extroverted, you should still listen up because it's likely that some of your team and or clients or partner or kids are also introvert. So let's all learn to play not nice together. So according
1: to verywellmind.com, introverts tend to be more introspective and feel the need to recharge on their own. And I think you and I, Kat, can both relate to like having to recharge on our own, like Mm -hmm. stepping back and taking a moment to do whatever fills our own cup that doesn't have to do with other people. Yes. I think that's a big part of being an introvert And I also learned that there's many different types of introverts, four that they outlined, social introverts, thinking introverts, anxious introverts, and inhibited introverts, which I thought was interesting because I'd not seen them broken down in that way. Mm -hmm. And so when we're thinking about social introverts, they prefer small groups versus large groups typically. But you and I know that we navigate both spaces. And as long mm-hmm. as we're planning on navigating that space, we can navigate that space like a boss, I think. What do you say, Kat?
0: I agree. I know yeah. because we've seen it in action when we've spoken at events, whether it's you know a solo keynote or even when we're co-presenting with one another. As long as we know what the setting's going to be like before we get there... And to have a co-pilot, right? Like a, a co-host, Absolutely. It, takes the, it takes the pressure off. So there's ways you can work with it.
1: Yep. I just want to know what we're getting into. As an introvert, mm-hmm. that matters, right? I like to know the lay of the land. What's this room going to look like?
0: Right. Who's going to be there? Who am I talking to? Right? You get the pre-prep. Exactly. And then you walk in and you're like, all right, we got this on lock.
1: Yep. And then thinking introverts, they spend a lot of time thinking They're more introspective and intuitive. Mm. And I feel like, you know, you and I both have a hard time turning it off, right? We'll go lay in bed and have ideas for the podcast or have ideas for that next reel we're going to make or have ideas for a piece of content or like it clicks and we're like, oh, we should do that with the client. Mm -hmm. We're always thinking. So I think I definitely identified with that one. And then anxious introvert, they're unsettled when they're in a social setting. I don't know about how you feel about that, cat. I feel like you are probably like more confident in new social settings than I am.
0: I thank you first yeah. for the compliment. I appreciate yeah. that. And yeah, so like when we were looking over these four different types of introverts, anxious didn't really resonate, resonate. with me. Yeah. I can just walk into the room and I'll just talk to one person or 10, you know, mm-hmm. it didn't really resonate with me, but you definitely warm up. And once you're going, I def- warm up. And a lot of
1: times people tell me that they couldn't tell that I felt that like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I I had no idea, but I'm feeling it. And it's specifically (laughs) when I'm in rooms with people that I don't know at all. If I have Mm -hmm. two of my friends in the seat, I'm good because I'm like, okay, I'll focus on them. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's easy for me. And they're going to tell the person next to them how awesome I am. So we're all good here. Mm -hmm. But if I'm walking into a room where I literally know no one, That always gives me anxiety. Mm. I don't feel good about that.
0: All good. I got you, girl.
1: Until someone's like, I follow you on TikTok. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Great. (laughs) They already know. Perfect. Um
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh my goodness. That
1: happens. And I love that. Mm But it does help me to relax because then I'm like, oh, one, if they watch me on TikTok, they already know I'm an introvert. They know I'm going to be socially Mm -hmm. awkward right now, but they like me enough to come talk to me. So I guess we're good.
0: It's all good. (laughs) And then
1: lastly, the fourth one is the inhibited introvert who Mm -hmm. tend to overthink and spend a significant amount of time considering a decision before taking any action. I think that's a tough one in in business.
0: It is. Yeah. And it's... I almost feel like I'm both in this situation, right? Which is why I enjoy partnerships and collaboration, right? This is is why I launched a podcast with my bestie, Canvas because (laughs) if I did it by myself, y'all, I'd probably still be planning in Q4 for like a Q2 2023 launch.
1: Same. There is something about partnership that really can help you, you know, fill in the gaps. And Mm -hmm. that's great because we all have them. So finding partners who complement your style is really key. And being able to be a quick decision maker is actually one of the hallmarks of a great business owner is Mm -hmm. that they have that trait. It's a common trait. So partnering with people who can help you see the big picture, help you swiftly take action Mm
0: -hmm. is going
1: to be key for an inhibited introvert for sure.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So we're going to share a few more examples here, but like, think, you know, for yourself, social thinking, anxious or inhibited, you know, whatever kind of introvert or mix of introversion you are, there's an inherent power in knowing, right. And being aware and understanding that this is going to be a part of your brand because, regardless of where you are in your entrepreneurial journey, or if you're still working a nine-to-five and you're working in a side hustle, or you're launching your third business, you were a human being a few decades before you even started doing any of that. And this is what we're speaking to. We're speaking to the humans here and just how you are and how your energy is. And, you know, while introversion is not a skill that you can build, there's a lot of ways that you can leverage your understanding so that you're working with yourself instead of against yourself. And Candice, I know you have a great one when it comes to meetings in regard to protecting this.
1: Yes. So instead of using my introversion as an excuse, I just try to remind myself of my introversion and make sure that i'm scheduling accordingly. so when i consider client meetings, i make sure that i'm not booked back to back because being around people over and over again drains me. so if i have mm-hmm. to talk about, you know, personal branding and graphic design and all these things over and over again, i'm getting drained. And so I make sure that I build in breaks in my day where I can take a walk, where I can make myself an iced coffee, where I can read for a few minutes, where I can just recharge, fill myself up again so I can feel good about my next meeting instead of feeling like I'm dreading it because that's never good energy and I don't want to approach my work like that. So I'm just really mindful about making sure that I'm building in time and making a schedule that actually works with my introversion. So, another thing that I would make sure that I'm not doing is being on too many like interviews in one day. So, probably two and probably really far apart is how I would like to see those in my schedule because I just won't have the right energy that I want if I have them back to back. So, Thinking about your schedule and building a schedule that works for you as an introvert is key. That is not you at a deficit. This is just knowing yourself and making sure that you're creating practices and boundaries in your business that make sense for who you are as a human. Like Kat has mentioned many times before, we are not about the hustle culture here. Mm -hmm. This is not about that at all. This is about having the business you want, so you can have the life you want.
0: Mm -hmm. And not apologizing for it either.
1: Unapologetically. Absolutely.
0: And so, you know, another thing too, Candace that I absolutely love and I've realized, right, as we're getting into speaking and we're doing events and workshops, and even this podcast here, I love leveraging our introvert superpowers with conversations like this that you and I are having right now, it's just the two of us. But because of the advent of digital, we're able to create a podcast that reaches millions of people. When we speak on stage, whether it's 500 people or 5,000 people, it's one speech, it's one keynote, but we're able to impact every single person in that audience. That feels great to us. And we're still doing good work. One thing
1: that really just recently resonated with me that I hadn't Mm -hmm. thought about before, and I don't know why I hadn't, is that I like making video content because I'm by myself.
0: Well, Sugar's there, (laughs) but she's just there there for moral support. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Sugar's there. And you might see her tail wagging in the back of my video, but (laughs) she's there for moral support. And I I do love like the sound of her breathing actually is very comforting to me. I love that.
0: That's adorable.
1: But if you're an introvert and you're not yet capitalizing on being able to create video content in the comfort of your own home or your own driveway or wherever Mm -hmm. you happen to be, there's a lot of power in that because you're not actually having to take on other people's energy at the moment that you're creating that content. And you get to connect with so many more people, one to many, which is really important in growing your business and then marketing. So I think Mm -hmm. that maybe I used video as a crutch to connect with even more people, which actually turns out to be great.
0: Yeah, it works, though. It it helps them get to know you so much better and quicker. Like, you know, it it brings to mind when I did the 30 days of live on Instagram challenge, Mm -hmm. right? Earlier this year. It was uncomfortable for me. People didn't start noticing it until about two weeks in, classic, right? Someone has to see something 14 times before they take notice. And even then they still don't know all the details, but it was such a fun way. And this is based on feedback that I got that people were like, thank you for speaking on this topic or thank you for giving me permission, you know, to understand how I'm feeling or, you know, thank you for just putting yourself out there because when you're live, even more so on video, There's no editing. I mean, even with this podcast here, it is going to be edited by our producer, but live and video and social, it's again, like you can literally be by yourself in your apartment or your house, chilling, feeling yourself, and you still are able to reach endless amounts of people online. Like that's insane for us introverts. It
1: is insane. And you know what else it lets me avoid, Kat? Hmm. It lets me avoid small talk.
0: Oh my God. And
1: I cannot stand small talk. I hate it. It like literally makes me cringe.
0: Bear your soul to me or yes. go away. Or don't talk to me at all. Or don't. <laughs> Bye. i going to talk about not nice, clever right there, guys. That's, that's a new tagline.
1: Right. There we go. That's your example. Clever girls don't like small talk. Let's add
0: that to the credo. Add it to the credo. No, we don't. Small talk is bullshit. We don't do small talk. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's when you don't know yourself well enough to talk about things of substance. It is.
1: Sorry, and yes. And so many people now talk to me about things I'm interested in so them talking better. to me yeah. about because they've seen my content. So they could talk to me about something that I've made already or a question about that.
0: You're literally telling them what to talk to me about. Yeah, exactly. But excuse me. Please do not approach unless it is under these subjects.
1: <laughs> a, B or C. <laughs> So if you ever see me in real life, pull up my TikTok, watch a video, and then come talk to me. We're (laughs) not gatekeepers, but
0: you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) There
1: you go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, if you're listening and you're an introvert, this can help you make social situations Mm -hmm. less awkward because people will understand what to talk to you about.
0: And that's Mm -hmm. on personal branding. It's all connected, folks. It's almost like we did this by design. It's all connected. Uh, All right. So here's another thing that I love about introverts. And obviously, I'm not biased in any respect. But typically, on the whole, introverts are very observant, right? Like Candice was saying earlier, like when we are hired for an event or hired for an in-person workshop, hands-on, We like to know the lay of the land. We like to know the audience that we're speaking to. We'd like to know the goals of those who are hiring us. We'd like to have all the information possible. And this is part of our process, right? Of being able to like observe and report kind of of knowing what you're walking into. We gather data and we listen. I can't tell you how much of the earlier calls in like my work when I'm earlier on working with clients, that those sessions are just me listening, Right, trying to understand and untangle like you know their stories and their programming and their problems and their roadblocks because unless I understand that by listening, I'm not going to understand how best to propose a solution. And this is one thing that I'll say too, and I I love it. My dad shared it with me years ago because he's very much an introvert too, and he's Taurus, so even like very grounded, stoic Italian classic introvert, right? And he would always advise me, like when I was getting into the business world, I started in corporate, to be the last to speak in any meeting or setting. Not to never speak up, but to be the last to speak. And the example he gave me, super powerful, and it like stays with me even to this day, this was like 15 years ago, was sharing a story from Nelson Mandela and how he shared that his father, who was a tribal chief in his community, and whenever they would meet for their meetings, they would, well, first they would sit in a circle on the level at the same level, right? So everyone was facing one another and it was a complete circle, a symbol of an infinity. And his father would listen to every single person in the circle speak. And he was always the last to speak. And to me, that is such an intentional way to allow people to feel seen, heard, and understood before you even try to put your own bullshit on them, right? Or you try to like teach them a lesson, right? Like stop trying to do that, start listening. And I feel like that comes more naturally to introverts. I know Candice, when you used to work as a life coach, right? Before you moved into brand strategy, I'm sure a lot of your sessions were like this.
1: Absolutely. Listening is so important and that's why it's a key part of understanding your brand. If you haven't got the starter kit yet, you Mm. want to get the starter kit, pick that up guys, pick it up. One of the things that we talk about in there is really understanding your audience and understanding their pain points. And the Mm -hmm. way you understand their pain points is by listening, listening to their story, understanding what their struggles are and understanding what their own beliefs are that are also, you know, Mm -hmm. contributing to what's happening. So important.
0: This is not something to be taken lightly either. Like we understand, you know, introverts can exact a lot of influence over those around them. Right. And so, you know, when you are able to make someone feel fully and wholly seen and heard and understood, they will likely do anything you tell them. So you got to use that power wisely or we recommend you use it wisely because that's in line with our values. And Candice, can I, can I nerd out?
1: This is where she's going to insert her Marvel quote, like mm-hmm. every episode she's trying to talk about Marvel in some way. Yep. So yes, mm-hmm. Kat, please go ahead.
0: Okay. Thank you, Candace, for permission to nerd out. With great power comes great responsibility. Such a simple, powerful statement. Wherever you have power, you have responsibility you have the power to control your introversion and to work with it instead of against it and use those powers for good so therefore in our opinion based on our own personal core values and our perspectives there's responsibility there so
1: and as you know we'd never not leave you with some tips so i'm going to break down a few of my favorite tips for introverts The first one is manage your calendar properly, and you want to make sure that you're always managing your calendar in accordance with your own flow and Mm -hmm. your own vision for your life. So if you don't take meetings on Fridays because you don't take meetings on Fridays, then that's fine. You don't Mm -hmm. have to. You do you when it comes to this. If you need three hours in the morning to do your morning routine, that is okay. Mm -hmm. You do you and There's no need to feel guilty about that. So you want to make sure that you're proactive in making space for recharging yourself. It's just as important as taking an actual client meeting. You will find blocks in my calendar that says, take sugar for a walk, because I know that I need to get outside and recharge and maybe put a podcast on and (laughs) listen in. You can put on Not Nice Clever, and that would Mm -hmm. be a great
0: podcast to listen to when you're recharging. (laughs) <laughs> especially that episode about introverts. There you saying. go.
1: But manage your calendar properly in, in accordance to what you want your life to be like. The next one is lean into marketing that leverages the power of one to many. So Reels allow you to connect with a lot of people. TikToks, a newsletter, a monthly newsletter goes a long way, especially if it's in your voice. It tells your mm-hmm. story. And a podcast is also a great way to connect with many people. Mm -hmm. Number three is manage expectations with those around you, personal and professional relationships. It's really important to communicate response times, that kind of thing. You want people to understand if you're unplugging for three days, let people know that you're unplugging for three days. That's okay. If it's your partner and you're like, I can't put another thing on our calendar this weekend. That's okay. Say that because you're going to lay on the couch and, Mm -hmm watch the Kardashians. It's probably what I would do. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely okay to manage the expectations of those around you so that there's strong communication. And then lastly, be unapologetic about who you are. Avoid comparisonitis like the plague. Yes. Because it is the plague. It is. Apples and oranges. You're a kumquat girl. No, you don't need to compare yourself to other people. And you might as an introvert feel, I know I as an introvert have felt like other people are doing so much more than me, but now I'm at the place where I think that I'm just more strategic and I don't Mm -hmm. have to do more with my time. I just have to be strategic of how I do use my time. So be you, be a kumquat, be different. We love that.
0: Be not nice, be clever. All those things. So, folks, I hope we've made a good point here. Several good points. Your introverted superpowers are not an excuse to not grow your mind, your brand, your business, and your bank account. Candice and I do not give you permission to use that as an excuse. No permission. Full stop. Permission revoked. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're introverted. Now Candice is laughing. It's making me laugh. Oh, my gosh. She almost choked on some water. That's (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's such a good one. We have permission granted and now permission revoked. And I think we need to use those regularly. Thank you for that.
0: (laughs) Done, folks. Be on the lookout. Those are your keywords, right? So if you start to tune out and you hear us say permission revoked, you better rewind because we do not want you to overstep there. (laughs) So no, seriously, though, your introverted superpowers are an asset. Okay. Some of the most influential and admired leaders. And I'm not talking about who everybody else admires. I'm just literally starting with who Candace and I admire, like starting from home. Let's start with my dad. My dad's an introvert. He's extremely stoic and he's one of the most grounded wise men I have ever met. And it's, it's incredible, you know, and then even, you know, one of our leaders who we work with Candace, he's an introvert. So And very much an anxious one. I feel like that's why he talks so quickly and loud, you know? It's Mm -hmm. just like, Mm -hmm. you guys are not the only introverts out there, okay? There are so many out there from Elon Musk and his boring company with his flamethrowers and colonizing Mars and Meryl Streep with her take-no-shit attitude and all of her Oscars and even Rosa Parks, who refused to get the fuck up when someone told her to move. And she was like, nope, I'm not. Permission revoked, Okay. Your superpowers of introversion are an asset, guys. And there are so many strategies like Candace and I have worked out and reverse engineered that will allow you to work with yourself in an effort to achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. All right. So this is the moral of today's story. Kat and I invite
1: you to write down a few boundaries and expectations that you can begin setting in your personal and professional life today. That will help you work with yourself rather than against yourself. This can be as simple as putting in a few 60 or 90 minute no meeting blocks or saying no to a social event that you don't actually want to go to. Create some healthy boundaries. Be you, do you. You got this. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice, Clever. Remember to follow our podcast wherever you listen to audio and head to www.notniceclever.com to connect for more. Drop a question. We'll shoot you an answer. We're not gatekeepers here. Signing off. You're not so nice, but so clever besties that mean business.
0: See you next week.